Hi, welcome to the Softly Spoken Podcast. I'm your host, Axel, and I'm currently sitting on my bed with a face mask on. In this episode, I talk about what is a bromance and what is homosexuality, how they've affected both society and me personally. Now, I'm about at the end of this fall semester of 2019. One of my courses is Gender and Communication, and uh, it's an elective for uh, my Communication Studies major. One of my final assignments was to write a reflection essay of about 500 to 800 words uh, about gendered messages, and here was the prompt. Since taking the course, describe your reaction to gendered messages. Identify, then explain your reaction to two specific incidents involving gendered messages and one, interpersonal relationships, meaning family, friends, significant others, etc., and two, media, news, music, television, movies, advertisement, video games, books, etc. Now, I'll do my best to read my essay in verbatim, however, I'm sure I'll have additional commentary to better explain my thought process. So, short disclaimer, towards the end of the essay, I do bring up a situation regarding my relationship with a friend. Uh, There is a lot more to the situation than I've written down due to one, the word count, and two, the fear of exposing myself to my said friend. I'm afraid that if I go into too much detail of the situation, he might figure out it's him, if he even ends up listening to my podcast, this episode in specific. I apologize in advance if this content isn't as fruitful or if it seems vague. If you really want to know about the situation as a whole, let me know. Maybe exposing myself to my friend won't be what I'm making it. I've been meaning to talk to him anyways. So here goes, Bromantic Homosexuality, a reflection essay. I am admittedly an avid follower of the concept of love, so it was a real pleasure to have the opportunity to tackle chapter 9 of our class's textbook concerning gendered close relationships for the semester's group project. Since then, I've become accustomed to utilizing the chapter's content as a scope to further investigate certain situations of both my personal life and others' public lives. Things become more interesting when you take sexuality into account. In chapter 9, the idea of the male deficit model is introduced and claims that males are less skilled in developing and sustaining personal relationships. It's assumed that personal and emotional talk is a distinctive feature of intimacy. A study by Letitia Ann Piplau and Meta Caldwell measured the intimacy of same-sex relationships, claiming that women generally self-disclose more than men and concluded that women also are more intimate than men. The study ultimately advised that men should learn to express themselves more openly. There is an underlying assumption of the male deficit model, though, uh, that states that verbal and emotional expressiveness and personal disclosures are the best way to create closeness. It seems as though the male deficit model is calling out the culturally and socially harmful concept of toxic masculinity. I have not noticed and, um, oh, my apologies, I've I've noticed and observed certain changes in social norms between same-sex friendships displayed on social media and how we might be combating toxic masculinity with the terms bromance and homosexuality. A bromance is a a close but non-sexual relationship between men, combining the words bro or brother and romance. Um, Homosexual, homosexual is a play on word of homosexual, combining it with homie, which is typically what a young boy might call his most trusted friend. 
And according to the entry of the Urban Dictionary, homosexual is in relation to both homosexuality and heterosexuality, where one maintains their heterosexual identity outside of friendships, but when interacting with the homies, quote-unquote, it is acceptable to perform homosexual acts without the fear of being considered gay. Now, on the social media app TikTok, there's an apparent trend of young, supposedly straight males posting videos of themselves displaying intimate acts with their friends, like cuddling, holding hands, and even kissing, generally on the cheek, however, there's still a lot on the lips. Like many, part of me uh, watching these acts of romantic homosexuality is rather adorable and almost attractive. (laughs) Seeing these videos are a craze to the younger social media community, especially to the female audience. It makes me content that young men are allowed to show these intimate, but I guess platonic displays of affliction without such a negative reaction. But on the contrary, there is a concern that these displays of affection are just for the purpose of entertainment. It draws attention away from any actual homosexual relationships posting themselves and their intimate displays of affection on social media. People have applied humor on how, at this day and age, it's no longer cool to be straight, but rather it's cool to be gay. As a homosexual myself, I completely understand these concerns, and truth be told, this brought me to a personal issue I am currently uh, in that I need to start thinking about. Now, I am admittedly in love with one of my close friends who identifies as straight, uh, a straight cisgendered male. And I understand that there are the general boundaries set in respect to our friendship, establishing us as, and I quote, just friends. However, there are a handful of instances that can say otherwise. The relationship between my friend and I defy the male deficit model, as mentioned before, in which I believe we've developed and sustained a personal relationship that is most parts intimate. We're comfortable enough to express ourselves openly to each other, verbally, emotionally, and even physically. We cuddle, we hold hands, and we've yet to kiss, but I wouldn't be surprised if we did. Actually, I have a reason to believe that that may, that may have happened. Almost happened, at least. Eh, I don't know. He displays countless acts of affection towards me. That's just the whole point. However, here's where it gets to get... Oh, God. However, here's where it gets both confusing and conflicting. He recently got himself into a relationship with a girl and is pretty open about it. Now, that struck me and had me wondering what we are and what we've been since I caught feelings for him. And I know, it's it's not that I'm jealous, it's just that I'm kind of annoyed that you're acting this way towards me when you should be putting all your energy into one person. I hope that makes sense. Anyways, I like to compare our relationship to the famous relationship of Pam and Jim from the American sitcom television series, The Office. Our dynamic is very much like theirs. It's uh, something fun, friendly, a little more than friendly, almost flirtatious. (laughs) When Jim confesses love to Pam, Pam apologized to Jim if he misinterpreted their friendship and that it was her fault. Jim then rebutted and apologized that he did, in fact, misinterpret the friendship. Right now, it seems as though I'm Jim in love with Pam, and my friend is Pam with Roy, and maybe I've misinterpreted our friendship, maybe my friend doesn't even know he's in love with me yet, I don't know. 
My textbook mentions that gay men generally have more emotional and intimate engagements than straight men. This might imply that my friend and I are gay for each other, yet I have to ask myself if this is still a close relationship that's romantic or platonic. Are we influenced by the changing social norms that would classify us as just a homosexual uh, relationship toward desires, um, establishing us as a bromance, or is he actually in the closet? And trying to relay that message to me through his actions. I'd like to believe our chemistry is one of the best, and it would not be wrong if I claimed us to be soulmates. I mean, that's a bit of a stretch, but also, I think we're somehow connected through our souls. That's too deep. (laughs) But it's almost ironic because although we're open to each other to an extent, I don't have the courage to disclose what I truly think and feel about our relationship as a whole. (sighs) I guess I'm only afraid that the disclosure will tarnish the strong base of a friendship we have and that I hopefully enjoy. The lines seem to be blurring between a romantic homosexual relationship and a platonic heterosexual relationship. From far away, it may pose as a good thing, however, for me personally, it's conflicting, it's confusing, and it really hurts. I I could only hope that my friend and I, mostly me, can confide with each other without any sort of tragic ending, be it we stick as friends, or maybe we become something more. Now, what are your thoughts? To any of my male audience out there, have you had or do you have a romantic homosexual relationship? If so, how do you feel about it? Please share by sending my e- um, sending me an email to softlyspoken.podcast at gmail.com, or you can direct message me on social media. Let me know if you would like your entries to be read in future episodes. I think it'd be really fun. So if you have any stories you'd like to tell, uh, go ahead and email me at softlyspoken.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you wanted me to read them, it can be anonymous, but if you wanted me to read them, I would love to, and I could put some of my input on what uh, I think about your stories. I'm I'm really interested in listening uh, into uh, knowing other people's stories, and maybe it might be valuable for, um, valuable for, uh, future situations now um if you guys want to get to my social media links to my instagram twitter and my facebook page are on the website softlyspoken.podbean.com everything i have uh, may have may have referenced in this episode should be on there too um follow the instagram and twitter handles and like the facebook page to receive future updates on the show and now i hope you have a nice day wherever and whenever you're listening thanks for tuning in Goodbye.